Well, hi, this is Gospel Time Podcast with Matthew Travis. Thank you for joining me today, and I hope you enjoy the episode. Today, it's called Ask, Seek, and Knock, and this is with with Matthew Travis. Thank you for joining, and God bless you all. Well, today we're going to go to the book of Matthew, chapter 7, verse 7 through 11. And it says, Ask, and it shall be given you. Seek, and ye shall find. Knock, and it shall be open unto you. What does... Ask, what does... Ask mean it means question or a physical or spiritual manner. Seek means to find a physical object or seeking God's will for your life. Knock means not knocking on a door, wall, or a certain object, or asking God to open the door for something that you asked Him. Now I want to tell you if you do there their things what will happen look at verse 8 for everyone that asketh receiveth and he that seeketh findeth and to him that knocketh it shall be opened you see that there's three key words in that verse asketh receiveth seeketh Knocketh and knocketh and so when you ask you receiveth and when you seek you find findeth and when you knocketh the door will be opened if we do that we will receive and we will find and it and if we knock, the door will be open. Now, I want to, to explain, ask to you, and I want to explain, seeketh. Turn to, if you will, turn to Lamentations, chapter 3, verse 25. And it, and it, and it's, if it's hard to find, it's right after the book of Jeremiah. If you are there. Let's read verse 26. I mean verse 25. The Lord is good unto them that wait for him. To the soul that seeketh him. You see that when we ask God something. We got to wait on him. Not just do it. We got to wait for God's will and direction for your decision. It's either going to be. Wait, yes or no. And about the seeketh part, we got to have a soul that seeketh after God, and it's got to be a humble heart. The most question people ask when someone dies or someone that served 
in the Army or Navy or the Marines. They blame God, but if it's not his fault that people die, it's the... It's the... Devil's fault because he's the one that allowed disease, death, and famine to come in the world. And it of and of you want if and if you want to know more, read Genesis 1 through 3, chapter 1 through chapter 3, and study about and it and write down notes. There's a speech by a president that's well known, and his name is Abraham Lincoln. And this was his most famous speech, and I quote, We have highly resolved that these dead shall not have died in vain, that this nation under God shall have a new birth of freedom, and that a government of the people, by the people, for the people, shall not perish from the earth. So if you have someone that did died that was in the service, they didn't die in vain. If they were a Christian, they're in heaven. But if they didn't accept Jesus into their heart, you... You know where they went. But we all have a time when we when we die. Whenever that time is, God takes you. And he does take you. And that was some of my notes to combine with this uh, speech show. If you kind of got confused there, that was my notes combined with his speech. Now, I want to take about the word seek. Talk about the word seek. Now, there's a lot of people that seek after other things. They seek after drugs. They seek after alcohol. They seek after gambling. They seek after witchcraft. They sing, uh, But they are seeking after the wrong things. But if they seek after God and love and peace and hope and faith and joy and most of all getting saved. Because if you come to God, he will save you and wash your heart with his blood and make it white than whiter than snow. Now I want to talk about the word knock. I'm giving going to give you an example. This kind of this kind of different. When you knock on God's door, you're safe. But if you knock on the door of the of doubt or depression, you're not safe without God. And also, when a man of God asks you something and you lie about it, that's lying to the Holy Spirit and the man of God. And also when we Pray, God's hears. God hears us. He knows every thought you think. He knows when you speak or anything you do.
Now, if we wait on God, it's yes, no, or wait. If if it's yes, turn to Isaiah forty thirty one, and it says, "But that but they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run." And not be weary, and they shall walk and not faint. If it's no, if it's no, if God says no to you, turn to James chapter four verse fifteen. It says, "For that ye ought to say, if the Lord will, we shall live and do this or that." It's the Lord's will if it's not God's will. But do it. If it's not God's will, don't do it. We got to ask God and seek God and knock on God's door, not Satan's. I want to say a poem. I made up one. So, I want you to hear this. Ask is not a task. Just ask God and He will answer. And He will say yes or no or wait. And people will say here, here's He's second rate. But you will see always remember the date of of his answer. Cause you will remember. When he answers you, you will remember that time he did. Because we got to ask God and come to him with a humble heart and ask him. Not just say, God, give me this now. Give me this right now. I want it right now. I don't want to wait. I want it right now. I don't care if it hurts anybody. I don't care if it does this. I want it right now. We cannot do that, though. Because if we do that, that's demanding God, and that is trying to rule God, and God will punish you if you do that. Because you, if you cannot do that to God, we cannot go to him and ball, ball, it must say boss him around. We cannot do that. He is the boss over us. He is the main boss over everyone in this whole entire country. He is the boss over. Because God is the supreme leader of this nation. He is the president. He is the governor. He is the mayor. He is everything in this country that you can imagine. Not physically, but spiritually. He is all that because he is the main. He's over top everybody. When he tells you to do something, you better do it because if you don't do it, you're going to be in trouble with God. 
and or if God get, tells you and if it's God's will and you miss it, you missed it. Well, today I was outside blowing leaves, and I was thinking while I was out there, I was thinking I was blowing the leaves. I was thinking how God gives us something, and if it's His will for us to do, some people just uh, do something else, and then that what God wanted them to do just blows away. I was thinking of how that does, like it's just spiritually. This is spiritually how it blows away, and they never get it because they ignored it, and they didn't even realize that God gave them something that they He wanted him them to do for Him, and they missed it. That's what I was thinking outside today, because God wants you to come to ask Him with a humble heart, and He wants you to seek Him, and if you seek Him, you will find Him, because if you seek and read your Bible and pray. God said God will speak through his word to you because God said that uh, he said I will never leave you nor forsake you so he will he will be there all the time even when you need him when you when you're when you're if you're battling with depression or whatever it may be it might be alcohol or whatever that may be if it is you can come to you can ask God to come to you and help you through it just all you have to do is just go to church and then, when if the preacher preaches on something and it's dealing with and God's dealing with your heart, all you have to do is go to that altar and ask God with a humble and sincere heart and a fervent prayer and ask God to save you. And if you ask God to save you and you come with a humble heart and want a want to get saved, God will save you. Because if if it, if you don't if you knock on Satan's door, Satan's gonna open the door, and he's gonna he's gonna give you he's gonna give you alcohol, he's gonna give you uh, drugs, he's gonna give you everything, and then that will get you out in sin, and you will ne- it will take you a long time to get out of that change that Satan will have you in, because it it, it is so deep, because it's that because it is uh, alcohol and drugs is very deep, because when you get into into it too bad. Or down in the deepest, lowest thing you can get into that. It will bind you up and change and you will have to have it. Because if you don't have it, your nerves will kick in. And you will you have flashbacks of stuff and everything like that. Or you you will... can't You, you can't sleep or anything because you got to have it. Because that is a, a, a craving for it. That is a craving for it. And you can't have a craving for sin. You can have a craving for all that stuff of the sin and wor- uh, worldly pleasures. You got to have the cr- uh, craving for God's uh, saving grace. You got to have the craving for His Him dying on the cross for you. You got to have the craving of Him rising on the uh, rising from the grave for you. If if you just come and crave. To get saved. Just crave it and you want it so bad. Like you're so hungry. I'm talking about spiritually. I'm not talking about physically. I'm talking about spiritually. You crave and you want to get saved. And then after you get saved, you crave. You can crave and pray and read your Bible. And crave for the Holy Ghost. I'm still. I don't have the Holy Ghost. But I'm still praying for it. And I, I, will, I want it. I have a, I'm trying to. I really want to hunger. I'm hungry. I'm, I'm actually. If you might say. I'm spiritually hungry for it. Because I really want it. And if, if someone out there, um, if if you don't have the Holy Ghost, if you just pray, and you will get it. And I'm I, when I pray, 
If I pray, I'll get it too. I know I will. Because God will give it to you in time. He will give it to you if you pray and ask God to give it to you. And if I'm if if you just if you just come to him and ask him to help you and just ask him to be there in the lowest point or whatever you may be in. Just ask him and, and seek your God's will for your life. Whatever God's will is for your life, He will He will direct you in that path. But if 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 you got to knock on God's door, not Satan's door, because if you guys if you knock on Satan's door, you're knocking on the wrong door. If you walk on knock on God's door, then you will be going right in the right way. So well, I thank you for joining me today. Hope you all have enjoyed my. Join me this Monday. Hope you enjoy this podcast today. So, and you also you can get this on CD, Mixler, YouTube, and Whore, and Podcast Player, and Recorder Studio, and then Bluetooth. So, if you guys would like this, uh, just get it on them. Podcast. I'm gonna get on them sites, and my podcast is not on iHeart. It is not on Spotify. It is not on Pandora. It is not on Spot. I mean, it's not on Apple Tunes or anything like that. It's only on them devices I've told you. Well, I hope you ask God to give you what you need. If you ask Him and come with a humble heart, all you have to do, okay? These these are my my main steps of ask. Come with a humble heart. Come with a fervent heart, and come with a earnest heart and God will, and God will and God will re, uh, re, uh, say what he'll give you answer now seek seek God's will for your life do what's right do, do it right and please God now knock knock on God's door not Satan's and when God uh, when you knock on God's door God will God will let you in well I thank you for joining me today and God bless you all and I thank you for joining me And I will see you next time on Gospel Time Podcast. God bless you all and have a wonderful rest of your day. Hey everybody, whoops. Uh, thank you for tuning in to the Gospel Time Podcast. Well, today we're going to do on, it's going to our uh, broadcast today is going to be called Two Gates. And I thank you for joining me today. And God bless you all. And I hope you have, I hope you enjoy this podcast. Thank you very much. Thank you. Well, thank you for tuning in, and today we're going to talk about two gates, and um, that two gates is one that leads to hell and one that leads to heaven. So we're going to talk about them, and I'm going to give you some uh, what it is and what uh, like some uh, information on what that is. So turn to Matthew chapter seven, verse twelve through fifteen, if you will, the King James Version. 
And it says, Therefore all things whatsoever ye would that men should do it to do do to you do ye even so to them for this is the law and the prophets enter ye in at the straight gate for wide is the gate and broad is the way that leadeth to destruction and many there be which go in that there thereat because straight is the gate and narrow is the way which leadeth unto life and few there be that find it. Beware of false prophets which come to you in sheep's clothing, but inworthy, inward, they are raving, raving wolves. Okay, if you will, turn to Matthew chapter 3, verse 10. And it says, And now also the axe is laid unto the root of the trees. There for every tree which bringeth forth not forth good fruit is hand down and cast into the fire. That is right. I want you to talk about two gates. There's a straight gate and there's a wide gate. So if you don't see the way you're going you're going to end up in the bad place because there's two gates and there's two ways and there's two masters. Well, I want to talk about two gates right now. Turn to John chapter 14 verse 6. And it says, Jesus saith unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. And the so no man cometh unto the Father but by me. There's two gates. The straight gate, that's the gate to heaven. And it says there are few that find it. It, well, it will, I will explain that the wide gate leads to hell. That's why it says there are few that find it. Because our world today is so blind, I'm not meaning physically, I'm meaning spiritually. No one seems God God sees anymore because they let Satan blind them. He has blind our country and our leaders of our nation and the teachers and sorry to say it, but he has blinded some of our pastors. Some people uh, lost the doors. close the doors of the church and they don't have church on Sundays anymore. Only on Tuesdays. There's two gates. Which one will you pick? The wide gate or the straight gate? Because they're right because the right side always wins. Because the last chapter in Revelation at the end it doesn't end very well for Satan. It does for us. That, us that are saved. Well, now I want to talk about two ways. Turn to Proverbs chapter 4 verse 11. Verse 19. And it says, The way of the wicked is as darkness. They know not at what they stumble. Now I want to talk about the right way. Now turn to... 1 Samuel 
I mean, 12, 20, and 23. And it says, Moreover, as for me, God forbid that I should sin against the Lord and ceasing to pray for you. But I will teach you the good and the right way. Praying and reading your Bible and witnessing doesn't make you a Christian. You got to show it. You, If we show it, we are on the right road. Now I want to talk about two masters. Now turn to Matthew chapter 10 verse 25. And it says, It is enough for the disciple that he be as his master and the servant as his lord. If they have called the master of the house Beelzebub, how much more shall they call them of his household? Before I go on, I want to talk about Pilgrim's Progress. How he he tried to stay on the right way. But worldly wise men got him off the right way and got him on the wrong way. If you're a Christian, the devil can get us off the right way. But when you call Jesus Master soon, you're going to be calling Satan Master. So either pick Satan or God. If if it was me, I would pick God. Now I want to talk about the reality of hell. That's what I want to talk about. I want to talk about what hell really is, the doctrine of it, and what it's and, and and stuff. I got this from a book, so I'm going to just read it for you. And I quote: "The doctrine of hell is one of the most difficult doctrines for people to believe and understand. Neither man nor devil would have created such a doctrine, because it." Is aborted, aborted by both. Yet, because the Bible trenches it, it is true and must be believed. Hell is a con- constant reminder that God is holy and just. The unsaved and vi- individual will go to hell because he cho- chooses to reject God's offer of salvation. The unsaved w- would would be repulsed by a righteousness life in heaven. Milton and his class were paradise lost, recoverancized this sobering truth. He wrote that the devil would rather rule in hell than serve in heaven. Hell may be a popular subject, but it must be taught the doctrine of hell was taught more by Jesus Christ than by any other person. While on the earth, Jesus taught more on the subject of hell than he did on the subject of heaven. Now, when someone blame God for something, dying or something that not that's not saved will it will will if someone dies it's not god's fault it's satan's fault because he told her to eat the fruit that 
that's when she did it, was going to allow death, disease, suffering, labor, sin, and the world. He gave he he gave Adam the work of late uh, work of labor, and he gave Eve birth pains. He punished them for eating from the tree of good and evil. That's why sin is in the world. Now, getting say, well, if someone don't accept Jesus in their heart, or tune out someone when they are trying to talk to them about Jesus or the pride or their or their pride or they're too far out in the world. That's why they go to hell. God's don't God don't want anybody to go to hell. So that's why we got to show them the straight gate to heaven. So they can get saved and get on the right gate. That's right. Because if you go down the wrong road and you go down to the road that leads to hell, you're going down a road that's going to lead you to depression. It's going to lead you to fear. It's going to lead you to doubt. It's going to lead you to alcohol. It's going to lead you to drugs. It's going to lead you to gambling. It's going to lead you to suicidal thoughts. It's going to lead you to all that. Because you're going down the wrong road. If you go down the wrong road, friend, you are going down the wrong road. And if you go down the wrong road, God is not, uh, if you call on God, God will answer you. Because God wants us to, uh, call on him. And if you do, I know he will call, he will be there for you. Because if, if, if you call on God and ask him, God, I want to get saved. I want to follow you. I want, I want to be, a. I want to be a saint and I want to be, go to heaven with my family. If your family's saved, because a lot of people get out sin when their family's saved. Sometimes people are in sin and their family is actually goes to church. And then there is somebody that they get out and sin that some their families ain't saved. But if you if your family is saved and you're not saved, then you say, I want to be like my, I want to get saved like my family and be saved and do stuff for God. Well, I'm, I'm going to tell you, friend, today. That you can be, you can do stuff for God, if 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 you if you just ask Him and go come with Him with a humble heart, He will answer you and He will be there for you. Cause God wants you to just call on Him. He said, "I I will never leave you nor forsake you." He will call on you if you just listen to Him and just obey Him. And if if you do, you will become. If you sincerely do it. When you get saved, it will feel like there's a burden just lift off of you, like Pilgrim Congress. When Christian uh, came to the pl- uh, uh, um, the place of uh, deliverance, it was called sal- salvation. When he he looked at the cross, his burden just fell off of him, and then he praised God for taking that burden off. That's what it is when you, when you get saved. That burden is lifted off you. It feels like there's this like a hundred million thousand pounds lifted off of you because there is so powerful because when a sinner gets saved the angels in heaven and the and and the and God rejoices because one sinner came repentance and Satan when someone gets saved that's been out in sin Satan doesn't like it because he he gets angry and angry because he won he tried to he because because when you're trying to get saved he comes at you and tries to 
get you so you cannot get saved. And and if you are if you are not saved, you can get saved because God wants you to get saved. So if you are not saved, I am encouraging you that you can get saved in in Jesus. Because a lot of people think, well, the uh, G- Jesus ain't real, or Jesus is just a myth, or he's he's not he's or he's not listening to me when I pray. Well, I'm going to tell you that he is listening to you when you're praying. No matter if you are uh, in uh, in another state, no matter if you're on the other side of the country, he is still there no matter where you're at. And he is not a myth because God is real. Because if, if he wasn't real, we wouldn't be here today. This world wouldn't even be in existence if God was not real. Because God is the one that made this earth. So we would not even be here if it wasn't for God. And God is real because he is real and he is still alive and remaining. And he is sitting on the throne up in heaven right now and just watching you as as you do whatever he's watching you if even when i'm doing this podcast if you're watching if you're listening to this right now when i'm doing it he is watching you listen to this with me he's watching you doing this he is watching you whatever you do he's watching you he watches you when you eat he watches you when you're doing whatever you or you work or you're shoveling snow if there's snow like when you when you like ever snow uh, shovel snow before he watched he watched you then he watched you clean out your car if you ever cleaned out your car he watched whatever you do and if, if if you just come to him with a sincere heart he he will be there for you if if you just come to him and say god i want to be in your service and i want to be there and god i want to do what you want me to do i want to be uh and i'm saying if you go down the right way you will be going down a right that leads to hope faith love joy everlasting peace and if you really get saved, you will know if you get saved or not. You will really know. Because when you get saved, if you did anything like drinking or drugs or anything, you will have no taste for it anymore. You have no craving for it. The only thing you have craving for is God and His His Word. That's the only thing you have craving for in praying. That's the only thing you have craving for when you get saved. And doing something for Him. That's it. That's all you have craving for. Because you do not want anything else anymore. You just want the stuff to do with... God and you want to do something for God and he will in he will be there I'm getting excited because I, I, I like talking about this I, I'm getting really excited because I love talk I love talking about when uh, that you, when someone gets saved I love when so, I watch someone get saved because it, it makes me excited because I know that it really truly people do get saved and if you are out someone out there right now and you're listening to me and you're saying well I can never get saved because I you don't know how stuff bad stuff I did and, and well, God doesn't care how uh, how what stuff you did and how bad it was or anything. He said he will he he will set you free. And the Bible says, if the Son therefore sets you free, you shall be free indeed. So when if if you come to God, you will be free. And you 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 like say you because uh, the, the devil will bound you up with change, and he will, he will put you in a cage, and he will put you in. Uh, and he will get you so discouraged, and you you will be deep in depression, and you will say God can't save me now because he, because uh, I am too far out now. Because God will save you no matter how far you out, no matter what you did, no matter what you will, and uh, no matter what you have done, God cares for you, and He will save you if you just come to Him and say, God, I want I want you to save me, and lead me to the right to to the right gate and the right master and the right way well i thank you for joining me today and uh 
This, I hope you will choose the straight gate. And that you will choose the right way. And then God will lead you on the right path. Because, and, uh, because God wants you to... God wants you to be on the straight path. Because if, if you go and not be on the straight path, God wants you to be on it. So, today, I hope you will pick the straight path. And that you will do something for God. And that uh, that God will give you something to do for Him. Well, I thank you for joining me today. God bless you all. And I will see you next time on Gospel Time Podcast. Thank you very much and thank you for tuning in. God bless you all. And have a wonderful rest of your day. God bless you all.